absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Saturday morning. Max, what is going on? We're in a little bit of a, a stretch, a period of time, Arch, where we're uh, going to be testing you. Test, test, testing your your brain cells and the functioning ones left. Uh, I know you struggle with the days of the week, but you know uh, we're going to make you uh, uh, struggle with co-hosts for the next like few days because uh, we have an absentee today, and we'll have an absentee on Monday, and then you're going to figure out like who's filling in, who's who's the who's the who's the third chair, who's the second chair. I know you don't actually care, but for for the opening of actually saying names, uh, I I do want to say that Panther's not here today, Arch. We, we, he's he's just not here. We have someone else. We do have someone else. We have Kyle. What's going on, Kyle? Hey, everyone. Um, first of all, I want to thank you for having me on this morning and uh, actually giving me the uh, the two point five chair, just so I'm a little bit in front of Panther. <laughs> You're welcome. You're very, very welcome. Yes. Now you know I've I've been listening to the out of ba- out of balance podcast that of course is that your new show with uh, Phil and you're in episode three technically episode two because the first one was kind of just like a primer a short episode of, of what you're doing so this is technically episode two uh, came out last night I listened to it I've already listened to it so if if you haven't out there in DJ land download and listen to uh, every single episode there's two two and a half just like kyle's uh, ranking here uh which is a great segue too because you know in the first episode one of the questions was who is your favorite dj and i i'm not gonna get like all butthurt like panther does i don't fucking care if you guys like me or not but uh, you guys said something that that resonated with me you said that arch was your favorite because he pays the bills around here and and you're absolutely right arch is the guy that signs the paychecks around here he, he keeps the money in and out I, I i understand that but a little known fact guys and this is this is why when you were attacking me yesterday in the Discord, King, uh, King Kyle, I, I I wanted to just say I'm warning you because there's a little known fact about me and DJ's LLC is I'm the head of human resources because of my <laughs> mild mannered uh, approach to things. So I am the head of human resources and talent acquisition, and you know you've been here a little while. I think it's time for an on-air performance evaluation. Yeah, listen, um, go ahead. Uh, I just would like to point out uh, I don't get paid at all, so. Uh, I'm I'm ready to rock. Phil said Excellent. just hanging out with him would be payment enough for yeah, you. Yeah, that's what he said. When he brought you in, he said, oh, well, he's just the honor of hanging out with me. So Phil's taking all the money. So I think that's something you got to kind of deal with with Phil. But let, let's talk about let's talk about performance. You said that you're a, a 2.5 chair, which you said that you're a step ahead of Panther. Um, now, I, I, half I, step. I, oh, just a half step. <laughs> I, you know, I. I, I are, are you ready for some constructive criticism on air? Are, are you are you ready for me to uh, take down uh, your your podcasting approach on air in front of everyone that's listening right now? Listen, I, I am always ready for everything that anyone wants to throw at me. Okay, because I'm going to call you out on something on something that happened. And, and you know, in, in order to get talent ready to do podcasting, we send you audio to listen to. We, we say, hey, listen to these audio tapes. Listen, listen to this uh, podcast and, and be prepared. And um, I, I want to tell you that I, I sent you blank tapes and you didn't you, you didn't notice. Yeah, I, uh, I I feel like I was I was drafted first overall. And uh, when you when you are, you kind of just you kind of just go off of raw talent. And, and that's kind of where I am. I learned that from uh, Jamarcus Russell. And uh, that that's kind of where I'm at. So, I mean. You know, whether I watched them, whether I didn't, I'm going to go out there and, and just play my hardest. 
of course, this is uh, alluding to a story that I sent over just a little while ago uh, on the, the the one website that I, I sports Kita. I can't fucking say it. Like I, you know, I, I try, but it's sports Kita. Uh, interesting is Jamarcus Russell has been interviewed a lot lately. He's talking about his failed career. And one of the things that came out here was the fact that the Raiders would send him just blank videotapes to test him to see if he was actually watching game film. A, kind of fucked up, but B, funny as shit. Very, yeah, very I, um, yeah I, 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 I fucking love it. I think if you uh, are investing as much into a player as the Raiders had with him, then then it's it's absolutely you're right. I, I think it's fucked up on his part. Same thing, you know, we alluded to to, to Merrifield and, and some of these other guys. You have a you have a responsibility. You have a, a fucking duty. You get out there, you do what you're supposed to do, you watch tape, you, you run through game plans, you run through the playbook, do what the fuck you're supposed to do. Nobody's talented enough to do everything uh with 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 no no direction. So uh, I love that the Raiders did this. Or what do you think? I'm looking at this quote. Why would you play a fucking game with my life? Why would you fuck me over? You're supposed to be teaching me so we can get better, man. I never got that. LSU wouldn't have done no shit like that. Well, yeah, I mean, LSU probably handed him all the tests and papers already filled out for him. All he had to do was just turn it in. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I laugh about this. Is like, Why would you uh, play a game with my fucking life? Well, why didn't you watch the tapes? Like, uh, Right. I mean, is, isn't that part of your job is to be prepared for the games and know what's coming and, and, and give it your all and, and so forth. You're, you know, uh, you're arguably the biggest bust, arguably the biggest bust in NFL history. I, there, there's a couple of other guys in there. Maybe, uh, Kyle, you have a couple of names that you can rattle off as well. But, you know, one of the biggest busts in NFL history. And it's clear it wasn't because of talent. It was because you fucking just didn't try. Like, really? I mean, and this just proves it. So, again, yeah, it's fucked up by the Raiders organization, but they had a suspicion. And they probably asked you, hey, are you watching the game film? Oh, of course I am. And then they tested you on it, and you fucking failed. Yeah, I, I mean, as if a an on-the-field analysis wouldn't tell you that anyway. <laughs> the eye test. You know, <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and uh, actually just prove it by you know sending you some fake shit and having you you know tell lie directly to our face so i'm trying to think of other uh, ryan leaf would he ryan be that leaf, i think ryan Huge. Leaf, yeah, might be the you know uh the right up there with him um there was another quarterback i'm gonna, I'm gonna look at the, look this up because there was another one i don't i won't say he wasn't from notre dame I, I won't trash. Uh, well, Brady kid. Quinn, Brady Quinn's looked at as a pretty big bust. <laughs> uh, I Johnny mean, Football. There, there's a few of them. Oh, here, here's here's one that I I love to beat up on is uh, Kajana Carter. Oh yeah, uh, was a running back out of Penn State, uh, drafted number one overall by the Cincinnati Bengals. That's one of my. And then of course, uh, um, in the '99 draft, Achilles Smith, quarterback from Oregon, drafted ah, by the yes. Bengals as well. So uh, a couple of guys that are up there. Um, uh, Tony Mandarich, of course, that, that name gets thrown around. Number two overall, Green Bay Packers pick an 89 uh, offensive tackle. Um, well, Brian I mean, Bosworth, the, the Boz, yeah. the Boz. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you got uh, you got da- Danny Watkins, the, the fireman for Philadelphia, went early first round. Want to talk about one of, one of my, uh, my, my beloved uh, Rams, uh, the St. Louis Rams, <sighs> Lawrence Phillips. Oh boy! Oh yeah! 
rest in peace, uh, Lawrence Phillips. <laughs> and and you know to 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 go back to where it all began. Not not too long ago, Paxton Lynch was a first round quarterback who uh, just got benched in the USFL. So, <laughs> you know, was that a John Elway uh, draft? That was a John Elway uh, draft yes, pick, it was. wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. <laughs> He's got the eye, man. He's got the gift. <laughs> you know, I think we got to throw Josh Rosen into that conversation as well, right? Uh, just because of the draft that he was he was in. But even though I guess now Josh Rosen uh, looking pretty good now that uh, Baker Mayfield and uh, Sam Darnold are playing for the same team. So maybe Josh Rosen gets a pass. One of my favorite stories was Eric Crouch, Nebraska quarterback that got drafted by the Rams. Vermeil said, no, you're going to play wide receiver. And he fucking quit. He just walked away. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so where I wanted to go with the story, though, real quick, I, we, we kind of went on a tangent on busts, which is fine, is w- what would be an, another way to kind of like fuck with players or test them? Because like I was saying in the pre-show, I thought, you know, talking about uh, Whit Merrifield, it'd be hilarious if they go up to him and like, listen, Whit, uh, we're trading you to the Yankees. So here's your vaccine. And then he's like, yes. And he fucking just did the, the double dose booster, everything all at once. And then it's like, no, nah, I are just fucking with you. We traded you to the, to the Oakland A's, you know. I mean, uh, that, that would be that would be an awesome test. Uh, but what, what, anything else that you guys can think of how you can fuck with a player and, and make sure that they're doing something they're supposed to be doing? I mean, in in my opinion, the way that players and, and people in general today are opinionated and and, and things like that, it, I think the only real way to do it is to fuck with their money. Right. So, you know, finds diff, different things like that. I mean, if, if Merrifield is going to get fined, you know, uh, in in a in a Ben Simmons type of way, hey, listen, it, it's going to be you know five thousand dollars a week or whatever. That shit starts to add up, especially over the length of a baseball season, you know. And and you can do kangaroo court type stuff. If you start fucking with some money that that some of these guys have, all of a sudden stuff you know starts to change, especially for some of the some of the you know lower people who aren't making as much. I know you know JT Real Muto said oh you know two hundred sixty thousand dollars a little bit of you know it's 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 a little bit of money well you know fuck you dude um it's it's a lot of money but you know if, if you start pounding some of these guys out that's the way to do it uh, you know you you, you got to run testing you, you got to you know test to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do and if they're not hold them accountable and a lot of these guys accountability runs basically through their wallet so that's in my opinion that's the only way to do it. Yeah, I, you could do it the reverse too. I offer them incentives, or maybe just a, you know a little tiny bonus, fifty bucks, fifty bucks if you just if you read the whole fucking memo and there's a key phrase or there's something you need to do. Like you could do the yeah. reverse. Yeah, just just a, just have a little fun with it. You don't have to be negative. You can go positive. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, if, if, if I'm, I'm thinking of along lines of like players that might be late to meetings or something like that, like you know, to really fuck with them, like tell them the meeting time starts like an hour and a half earlier or like, like really kind of fuck with them and, and make them show up like ridiculously fucking early to these meetings. Uh, if they're constantly showing up, but everyone else, you know, you tell them the right meeting time, um, you know, you'd have to have players in on it, of course. And, and maybe, you know, maybe some code red style type stuff, right? Like really do that. Uh, and, and like, and like punishment type stuff too is like, you know, there there's, uh, and you know, I, I've, um, 
a friend of mine uh, works for ESPN, so I've been uh, able to like go into locker rooms post game and stuff like that, and during the interview process. And uh, these guys are very prideful of their locker, <laughs> you know. Um, so if if you just like. I don't know, give them the tiniest fucking locker or put them in obscure fucking like rookie land or something like that, that, that you know, that that's going to fuck with them. That's that's really going to, you know, be a, be a huge like, you know, wake up call. It's like, ah, shit, you know, I, I'm really in the doghouse here. Um, so, you know, money is one way of doing it. And I, I, but these guys are prideful, right? Like these guys go in there and, and you know, you, you'd want them to not fucking Merrifield it all up all over the fucking field and actually play with pride. But uh, <laughs> you, you do something like that and, and you, you'll get their attention. But, you know, I, I do like the idea of just, again, like uh, giving players uh, a different like instruction than everyone else to make sure that they're fucking paying attention. You know, uh, same thing. Like if you tell someone like do this and you tell everyone else to do you know something else and they do what everyone else is doing i think that's a big you know indicator that well this guy's just going to follow the crowd this guy's not a leader this you know he's not going to be able to follow the directions that we need him on the field you know yeah, right i like the idea of having one tiny locker whoever the lowest performer is that week <laughs> it's great right you know <laughs> like really fucking tiny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And of course, uh, you, know, you know, if you show up, if you, if you do the memo and, and you tell people to show up 90 minutes early, Belichick's already locking the door because you weren't 91 minutes early. Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly right. You know, Belichick, Belichick's in there like fucking like he'll be he, he, he wouldn't fucking leave. Right. He would just be standing there. You know, it's it's like you, you, you ever walk into a, a, a department store at night and it's, that's not a mannequin. That's just Bill just standing there staring at you waiting. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, waiting for the doors to fucking open and the first person to come in, like, yeah, that, that that's Bill Belichick out there. And, and you know, it's funny too because that's that's exactly where my mind went when I was thinking of like he's the guy that's the the main stickler for time. And I know Tom Coughlin was was really uh, crazy about it when he was uh, with the Giants. Um, uh, you know, he also fucked with uh, um, uh, what's his name, the the, the running back there. Um, it's not Baker. The fuck, uh, Barber. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Barber. The Barber. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one, one of the Barber brothers. I can't, I can't remember. Tiki, Tiki Barber. Uh, he would really fuck with him because he had fumbleitis for a while. So I mean, like, uh, there's stories out there that he, he would just really kind of like play mind games with Tiki Barber about the whole fumble thing, and, and it went away. Eventually, it went away. So I, I yeah, I don't know. I kind of like uh, the coaches that are are a little, uh, you know, kind of a. Uh, Creative. You know, psychological creative you know, yeah but 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 like really trying to get into the the fears and paranoias of the human mind to to kind of like train their players uh pavlovian style it's it's kind of uh admiring really jigsaw that, basically I, jigsaw would be your head exactly. coach model yeah <laughs> that's what i've done with panther and that's what i i plan to do with kyle i will get kyle into the mold of being a a a, a above average uh podcast right now you know you're you're average kyle you you can get there though but you have to you have to listen to me just same way that Panther did Panther. Panther is, is slightly above average. Now, you, you, you know, you're starting out. You, you're right. You got the talent. You're a little bit higher than he was when he started. Don't squander that talent. You got to listen to me and everyone's got to listen to me right now. Cause I'm going to do a commercial break. Talk about DJ gear. That's right. DJ gear. You know, we were over in, in, in the, uh, the book club yesterday. Everyone talking about the great DJ and gear stuff. And, and what was it? It was talking about the, uh, the Zeke Physique uh, shirt saying, uh, who, who was this? It was uh, I can't feel it. Nardog, right? I think it was Nardog saying that the Zeke Physique actually looks more like Eddie Lacy now. 
<laughs> it doesn't have to, it doesn't have the same kind of uh ring to it Zeke, Zeke. how do you get access to these uh, wonderful t-shirt designs and and the out of bounds one is is coming soon i bet you uh you have to go to absolutedegeneracy.com you got to click on the little degen shop icon uh you can buy our gear and people want me to do the macho man do you want should i do the macho man now or should i save it you should save it I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. All right. We're teasing this. I'm going to do a Macho Man Randy Savage impersonation in one of these reads one of these days. Uh, but until <laughs> then, you can buy our gear. Keep the lights on around here and go full DGen. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGen's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You know, Kyle keeps rejecting all my designs. He's just like, what is this bullshit amateur hour? And just <laughs> throws it away. Just throws it away. So we're working on he, it. He wouldn't dare. Like, honestly, he, again, like uh, these guys know. These guys know not to fuck with Arch. Yeah. Listen, Don't fuck we, with me and Panther, but not Arch, no. Listen, we... uh. We have a, a, a particular set in mind. And, uh, you know, if there's anything that, that you could call Phil and I, it's, it's uh, world turners. You know, we, we, really, we really like to, to rustle up some feathers. Uh, we're, we're, we're very, very distinctive in, in the way that we go about things. So, you know, it's, it's, it's less about any of you, and it's more about just uh, the perfection that we bring anywhere we go. I mean, the problem is you give Arch this sketch on a fucking napkin and he sees he sees this yellow color. It's actually just mustard. He's like, oh, shit, I'm going to I'm going to make their logo yellow. And you're like, no, 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 it was just me just fucking wiping up after eating a goddamn pretzel. 
Yeah, I uh, that that was my bad. Uh, it was a it was a late lunch that day. Um, I, I did my best. I'm I'm not an artist though. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a podcaster. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Baseball. I only got two. That's why I've come in oh. fucking dragging. I've been dragging this shit out because I know Panthers not here to fucking talk so about all. You're going to bet an average of four games in the last two days. Yeah, that's right. I mean, well, I usually do two a day, and yesterday I went two and four. So I was like, you know, maybe those four games, the extra games that I bet were the wrong ones. And should go eight. I should go. I should bet them all. Uh, Chicago, Minnesota. You know, I've made money on the White Sox past few days, and I'm going to back <laughs> off them now. I, I kind of like the Twins. Uh, Dylan Bundy going to be on the mound for them. I expect him to have a bounce back game after he had a really rough outing his last time out. Uh, you know, Bundy's having a pretty good season. He's he's kind of looking more like the 2020 Dylan Bundy for the Angels than he did in the 2021 Angels Bundy, which was pretty atrocious. Uh, for the White Sox, though, they got Lance Lynn on the mound. He, his season's been an absolute fucking disaster. Um, last two starts, he's given up uh, given up a combined 13 earned runs in nine innings pitched, uh, just getting shattered out there. Chicago, uh, they're currently three games back in Minnesota in the standings, and, and if they do a series sweep, they got today and tomorrow, if they, if they sweep the series, basically a virtual lock heading into the break. I just don't think the White Sox uh, kind of have it in them, right? I think this is a team that always, when, when the pressure's on, they kind of fucking fold until they get rid of their goddamn ancient manager. Uh, so I don't think that they're going to get the sweep in the series, which means if I'm wrong in Minnesota today, I'll just bet them tomorrow. So it's another bet on the Twins. Yeah, I um, I, I don't think you're wrong there. Lance Lynn has is, is, is been having his problems this year. And, you know, when you have a discrepancy like this in the, in the pitching, I mean, that kind of spells out the spells out the game itself, right? So I, I think you're on the right side here. I'm going to lean the White Sox still with that plus line. <laughs> this is the way things have been going. Oh, uh, let's see. Was, yeah. I, neither pitcher really scares me now that I'm looking deeper into their stats. I'm going to lean the White Sox. I'd like a little bit more of a plus line. If it if it did, is it ticking up? Or ticking it's ticking a little bit up. up. You're getting, you're, it's, yeah, I think it opened at plus 100, and I think some some books have it like plus 108. Once you get plus 110. It's got to move a little bit more for me to want to do it, but I'm leaning yeah. White Sox right now. Yeah, I mean, I'll still take that minus 120. I can get it at, yeah, yeah, at yeah. some of these sports books out there, but it's it's getting a little bit worse for Minnesota. So, I, And I expect that. The money is hammering the Twins right now. Like, it's just oh, it's really? all over Minnesota. Yeah. Maybe I should yeah. bet the White Sox. There you go. There you go. Uh, next and last one up for me. Uh, let us talk LA. LA. Uh, the same thing. I've made money on the Dodgers. And guess what? I'm just going to keep fucking doing that today because it's the only goddamn thing that seems to be working. Uh, I jinxed Clayton Kershaw yesterday. <laughs> I got a notification on my phone that he had a perfect game. I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to tune into this game. And the, fuck, the, the absolute second I turned it on, he gave up a fucking double. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, well, fuck this. I turned it off. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're going to have the same issue today with Julio Arias. Uh, he's, he, you know, he's not a great pitcher, but he's still the better pitcher in this matchup. You know, Suarez, his last time out, got lit up by the fucking Orioles, and I think the Dodgers are going to do the same. Uh, you got to remember, at one point this year, the Angels were 27 and 17. <laughs> 27 and 17. They have gone 12 and 35 since then with Ooh. a minus 77 run differential in that time span. Uh, it, it is, it's a, a little bit more chalk than I'd like with Urias on the mound, but I still have it right within the realm of kind of implied probability. I really had to like kind of squint a tad bit to get it to go, but yeah, $10 bet on the Dodgers. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm, I'm actually going to stay away from this one. I, Every it seems like every time I've put money anywhere near the Angels, whether for or against, 
that seem to fuck me directly in the ass. And uh, I'm a little bit tired of that. Uh, so I, I'm I'm just I'm, I'm boycotting them all together. Uh, fuck them. Fuck Otani. Fuck Trout. I, I'm not touching any of them. <laughs> I'll lean the Dodgers with you. Man, they they should man. They should absolutely handle it. I mean, what is the run differential here? There's a two and a half or you know, two you know, two point oh, one yeah, run yeah, differential yeah, between yeah, the two yeah. teams per game. Yeah. Holy shit. Just take a minus three. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say this would probably be a Panther run line. I bet you this is you know, in fact, let, let's just let's just do that. <laughs> I, I I I haven't placed a bet on Panthers ha- behalf in a while. I'm just gonna run line. Run line dodgers. He's not getting right? much value. He should just he should just put like seventy five dollars seventy five dollars on it. $75. Okay. $75 <laughs> one line on the Dodgers on behalf of Panther. There oh my go. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to love it when he cashes tomorrow. He's going to be like, he's like, see, I'm a, I'm a genius. I'm not even on the show. I'm the guru. I'm the brain. I, I am. I'm the logo. I am every single fucking, uh, uh you know, a nickname that, that you can imagine. That's what I am. I'm not even on the show. I'm making money. That's what he's going to do tomorrow. Uh, Kyle, do you have any major league baseball bets that you're going to be doing today? Uh, he- Straight up, uh, at this point, no. Uh, I, I'm going to put together a small little parlay uh, of no run first innings and player hits that I'm going to post as a book club exclusive. Ooh, I like that. How's that been going for you? Um, I've hit two of them so far. Uh, the no run first inning. Usually, usually I I hit those pretty well. I usually get beat on a on a bullshit hit here or there, but I mean I, I'm running eight nine legs. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it down a little bit uh, just to kind of bring in some positive money for the book club, hopefully. And uh, I think if if I'm at you know five legs or so, I th- I think we can I think we can get it up enough that it, it makes sense to to go for it. Man, I I, I listen. I hope Sexy Maxi uh, is is hasn't put together this week's song because you have given him some gold this week already like uh, you you know you you'll slowly learn the things that you say and yesterday too on the, on the out of bounds uh, podcast you, you said a couple things that it's like saxy maxi has a, you're you're really his new gold mine like between you and panther his songs are written every week yeah well if there's anything i can do for for saxy maxi uh all he's got to do is ask because uh i'll run through a brick brick wall for that motherfucker <laughs> i love it yeah Honestly, when I look at the board too, I don't have much much going on. This is a tough day. Yesterday seemed to, everything seemed to be open, all the avenues. Today, mm-hmm. not so much. I'm going to fall into a Panther trap here. Going to Chicago, Mets are playing a doubleheader. I'm looking at Game One. It's it's gone from minus one sixty five all the way down to minus one twenty for the Mets. Yeah, crazy. Is that crazy? I'm, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to Panther all over the place. Taking the Mets at the minus one twenty, I like that play. Uh, give me thirteen bucks on the Metropolitans. Yeah, of course that game got rained out yesterday, and it was going to be Taiwan Walker versus Marcus Stroman in that game yesterday. And I'm looking at the probable pitchers, and it's still listed as Taiwan Walker and Marcus Stroman. My my suspicion or my hunch is the reason that this line is dropped is there. There's probably going to be a pitching change and Taiwan ends up in the second game. Just a hunch, just a guess here. No, nothing really substantial on that. Just seeing the line movement, just a 
just a guess. I, I kind of like the Mets in both these games, uh, which is which is odd because you know I'm, uh, if you've downloaded and listened to every single episode, you know I'm I'm a little bit wary of the Chicago Cubs when they're at home. Uh, but that's uh, I think that's just a perception thing for me because they've got a 17 and 30 fucking home record this year, so it's not actually paying off on the field. I think it just, it's every time I like bet against the Cubs at home, they seem to win. So maybe that's it for me. So I, I'll lean the Mets with you. All right, uh, right on the line, right on the line. Let's let's get a updated look here. Mariners are minus 142 against the Rangers. Mm. Yeah, I'll do it. If, if, go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. No, please. Uh, if if there was another one that I was I was going to look at, uh, you know, just going through, uh, I expect the Phillies to get blown the fuck out today. Just just absolutely blown out. This team hasn't been hitting well, uh, especially since Schwarber presented his uh, – his little slump here, so I'm I'm expecting the Phillies to to lose about you know seven to one today. Yeah, but it's the Marlins. Uh, so, it's the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Marlins. Yeah, <laughs> they can make yeah. anything can happen. Yeah, but they play the Marlins so bad. I, I I've never seen a team have another team's number quite like quite like you know the shitty Miami Marlins have had the Phillies number for the last eight years. It it blows my mind. So I, mean, uh, I expect them to get their ass whooped. Today. I get, I get that, but the Marlins are going to be tracking out, uh, uh, throwing out their uh, Max Meyer, who is who is one of their rookies. Uh, so I do think uh, the Phillies have an opportunity to, you know, probably win the game like two to one, like they did yesterday with with the uh, Sandy Alcantara out there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the Marlins, I, I think I'm done betting them. Like I you know Arch went through a moratorium of not betting the Marlins for a while. I think I'm done betting the Marlins for a while too. Like I, you know, I, I thought that it was a lock yesterday, and then. They did nothing for Alcantara. Uh, Arch, I like that Mariners play. Are you going to do it? Oh, yeah. I'm going to pull the trigger on the Mariners. I, I, I can't believe I missed that one. Yeah, that that is a solid fucking play right there. I, I like the Mariners there. Uh, they got um, – who the fuck they got on the mound? It's uh, uh, Gilbert. Logan Gilbert's on the mound for them. He's having a fucking amazing first half. 10-2. Uh, and two. I think he's 10-2. Uh, so, I kinda, I, yeah, I, I can't believe I missed that one. I like the Mariners a lot. 22 and 8 in their last 30. I just can't get amazing, over it. Amazing. The red hot yeah. Mariners. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And their run differential says they should be exactly where they're at. There's no mm-hmm. luck in Seattle mm-hmm. this time. Mm-hmm. I know. Wow. And that's that's the thing we've been saying for years with this team. Every time that they're overperforming, they say, well, their lucky team is gonna it's gonna run out. Right now, they no, this is who they are. And I think things are starting to come together in Seattle. And they're they're probably gonna be buyers very soon. I I, I could imagine that Seattle's gonna make a couple of moves. Uh, you know, maybe they're in the the, the fucking uh, Merrifield fucking uh, sweepstakes. Maybe they, maybe they bring him in, uh, get him all fucking backed up and, and ready to you know because they're right there on the border anyway. They can just hop over to Vancouver anytime he fucking wants to, right from Seattle, right? So I mean, yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah. No problem there. Yeah, that's really all I had. Just the two, and that's it was a stretch to come to two. Yeah, I know that's, I'm jumping uh, into a trap on one. <laughs> yeah, it seems weird. I and especially because like I mean again so. Like uh, uh, public and money's all over the Mets. So if I can see that line at minus one twenty, it's just it's, fucking it's, bizarre. it's moving exactly like it did yesterday too, with the same pitchers. Vegas opened it up, yeah, you know, roughly the same thing yesterday, and it just shot right down. Yeah. What's uh, what's with Braves Nationals? What's that line movement looking like? Let's see, Braves. It's getting a little bit worse for the Braves. They're to two thirty five, two forty. It's nuts. Like there is single digit money on the Braves right now. Like the overwhelming amount of uh, bets are, are on the Braves, but the money they are just hammering the Nationals. So some big, big fucking bets, and it's one of the more bet games on, on the board today too, which wow. is just 
it's weird. So some you know, people betting on the fucking Braves and Nationals is just uh, fucking men- <laughs> mental issues that they it's got there. Sickening. You know. <laughs> all right, that's all I have. What do we talk about today? We talked about draft busts. Jamarcus Russell. Who else? Ryan Leaf. You guys brought up some others too. Well, there's there's plenty. Uh, one, you know, USFL non-standout yes. Paxton Lynch. Yes. <laughs> And we did it all without talking about Notre Dame quarterbacks, which is a feat in of itself. Maybe they weren't busts. Maybe we didn't expect that much of them. Yeah, I mean, listen, a guy like Jimmy Clausen, you know, I don't think anybody really expected him to come out and light the world on fire. If there was one that you could be, you know, you could consider a bust, I think it would be Brady Quinn. Uh, He was, you know, my favorite Notre Dame quarterback. He should have had a better career than he did. Uh, but listen, there's there's plenty plenty more worse off options that have come out. You know, uh, Max said Achille, You know, you, you got guys like Leaf and 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 Jamarcus. It's you know, it, it could have been much worse. So, yeah, I mean, and and, and that Joe Montana guy. I mean, what, what he, he? How many Super Bowls did he end up winning? I mean, you know, just geez, a few. Like, Jesus. Yeah, no, he's no Tom Brady. You know? <laughs> oh, I love Tom. <laughs> All right, Kyle, why don't you give us your final thoughts of the day? Yeah, uh, well, you know, I, I, I want everybody to make sure that you're in the book club because I, I will be posting a, a nice little parlay uh, specifically for those members today. So hopefully we can uh, hopefully we can hit that one, get get a nice little uh, nice little boost in, in our in our cash flow so that we can go with uh, Panthers off air bet. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And, and make sure you tune in to, to Out of Bounds as well as these daily shows. So we're doing everything. All right, Max, that's it. That is it. No matter where you listen, please highest rate and come subscribe, download and listen to every single episode. Connect with us over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. And, of course, at the Book Club. Uh, and, yeah, listen, at the end of the day, you got to do what Panther says. And uh, make that make that, make that that cheddar. Make that, what does he say? Uh Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.